before you listen to any of the criticisms or the critiques or the what-ifs or the how this happened or look at that record or any of that, just for a moment, stop. Think about what this looked like in January. Think about what it looked like in June, what it looked like in August, what it looked like in late September, in early October. This has been a train wreck for 20 years. Sure, there's been a few nice stops at a resort town, but then a hurricane blows through and your resort is blown away. This has been an unmitigated disaster. Ron Rivera said it was gonna take years to build. Well, they're ahead of schedule. Look at this team, look at the talent, look at Chase Young, look at Cam Curl, look at Antonio Gibson, look at Logan Thomas, look at Terry McLaurin. They built a team that went out, they swept the Eagles, they swept the Cowboys, and they won the mother NFC East. This is the Washington Football Talk Podcast. Let's go. Orsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Orsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Saving selection and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Oarsman Ford Lincoln. Let's ride together. Oarsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Oarsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Saving selection and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Oarsman Fairfax Toyota. Let's ride together. What up, everybody? J.P. Finley, Mitch Tischler, Pete Haley, Washington Football Talk Podcast, brought to you by the good people, Oarsman Automotive of Virginia. We ride with them, want you to do the exact same thing. There's a million things to discuss. There's a million things. But right now, immediately, you say, holy sh**, they won the NFC East. Who would have thought at one and five? Who would have thought at two and seven? Nobody thought in January. Nobody thought in June. Nobody thought ever. And here we are. Yeah, on maybe on Wednesday night when we do the preview pod for the Bucks, I'll be a little more measured and a little more reasonable. But right now, who cares? Washington football team. Hypothetically, cheers. Yeah, here. Hypothetical clinks. Uh, hypothetical congratulations to all the fans who are also drinking hypothetical stuff with us. I was just talking into the bourbon glass instead of the <laughs> microphone. This feels really good. Real Mike hypothetical glass. Just thinking back to the mood before the Washington Bengals game where they were 2-7 and seven playing Joe Burrow. There's just no interest, no juice at all. And just props to these guys for being resilient all year long, both in the moment and in the grand scheme of things. And now they get to play in the playoffs, baby. We were chastised for passing notes, talking about the NFC East title. We were chastised for whispering about it. And here we are, like you said, the mother <laughs> NFC East champs. And you know what? There's a million things that people can say. The Giants could have won more football games. The Cowboys could have won more football games. The Eagles could have won more football games. But they didn't. And here we are, 
And Washington not only is in the playoffs this year, but like JP said, you can see a team being built, and there is nothing but excitement moving forward with this team. I'd add that Washington could have won a few more games. They, I mean, they choked up out two games to the Giants. They could have beat the Lions. I mean, it's not totally absurd to say that they could have been 9-7. and seven or, And those things can go either way, right? I mean, who knows? But most of their wins, I, I don't know. I, we don't even need – none of that shit even fucking matters. None of them Because they won the division. And if the Giants are mad about Jalen Hurts and, and Sudfeld, win a seventh game. And beat the Cowboys. And, like, when the seventh playoff spot was created, everybody's joking around, like, oh, Washington's going to have to get that seventh playoff spot. They didn't. They just won normally, won the division, and are one of the top four – Doing air quotes, but it doesn't matter tonight. They're one of the top four teams in the NFC. They get to host a playoff game. This never happens. This is never fun. Enjoy it. January football. Instead of talking about head coaching candidates and quarterbacks, we get to preview a game. And, dude, the Bears are in at 8-8. Eight and eight. I don't think the Bears are in. Or the Bear, if, if Washington was playing the Bears, and let's just say it's a neutral field so we don't have to deal with the fake COVID home field advantage, I think it's a pick em, right? But, yes. Uh, yeah. Well, kind of depends <laughs> on the quarterback play. Yeah. Um, but we got to talk about that too. You mentioned Ron Rivera. Two so more minutes of celebrating. Yes. You mentioned Ron Rivera before. I'll celebrate all day and night. I, I know you that. will. But yeah, Ron Rivera mentioned that he thought it was going to take two to three years to get this thing moving. He becomes the second first year head coach since World War II for the Washington football team to head to the playoffs. What was the other coach's name? Like Dick Bregman or something? Newey Hauser? <laughs> Dick Hauser? I've Doogie Hauser? Ryan Billy had the stat. George Allen. Oh wow! It, Mitch is right, and you Wait, were like, on. "What was the stat?" Because I just totally ignored you. First, first year head the coach. Second, the second first year head coach since World War II to take the Washington Football Team to the playoffs in his inaugural season. Pete, you know who George Allen is, right? Yeah, no, there's another name, and I'm going to find it real quick. So yeah, we get ahead. back into 1943 and 1942. He's, he's, he's using World War II as his instrument. Do you know when World War II was, Pete? It ended around 45. Okay. Yeah. We're talking about whatever. Man, let's just move on. Seventy-five years, right? It's incredible. the The coaching uh, the coaching job he did. One to have the cojones to call his shot to bench Haskins, and and in hindsight, I kind of think he was just benching Haskins because he was done with him, and it wasn't necessarily about the East, but it was a good kind of launch point. But he called his shot, then stuck with it, went to Alex, let that damn dog in. God damn it, Banks. Sorry. Um, Not Carver this time. I know. Once. So we'll see if it goes on for an hour and a half. But um, I just think Ron's fighting cancer. And, and then to, to bring it all the way back, I mean, they finish five and three. Well, yeah. I mean, they went. Yeah. Right? Five and two. To, to finish the year seven and nine, which if you remember from the huh. preseason prediction pod, your guy nailed. Mitch is just going to be all, like, Mick, you know how Do you want me to like start patting your back you know for you? Mitch, you know how like Vince Sufferable. McMahon walks yes, into the ring? The that, that's Vince Mitch's McMahon whole going to be. This is bullish. Mitch's whole nice. podcast, oh. right. It, it's, it is. Real quick, it was Dutch Bergman, 1943. He also did it. So I'm, yeah, but, I'm sorry. Okay, who, who cares? That was the most Munich. bogged down nonsense. Have you ever Congrats, heard of this Dutch. podcast before? Yeah. It's true. Um, I, to me, I'm super happy for Ron. I'm really happy for Chase Young, oddly, who's a rookie, but getting there and, and so much of it being kind of force of will has been super impressive. I'm, I'm happy for the whole team. I really am. You know who I'm Alex, happy for? Morgan Moses. Alex, too. But guys who have been here and been Kerrigan. through 
Yeah, been here and been through it all. Sunberg. It's Sunberg got a tackle. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, those dudes who, who have been here through all of the crap that has happened, all of the tornadoes and everything else that's happened in, in Ashburn, it's 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 got to be so uplifting for them to – again, it's not just winning the NFC East, which is an incredible feat in and of itself, because they've done that a couple times the past – I don't know, know if it's an incredible deck. feat. It's Whatever. a foot. <laughs> it's a single foot. That's happened a couple times in the past decade or so. You can see that this team is being built to be something. And despite bad quarterback play, they're still able to go out and win games. And like JB said, it's a construction project that's ahead of schedule. Like, and that take, never happens in right. real construction. Construction projects. seems to always be delayed. This one's actually advancing and moving forward. But, and take all this, like divide it in two. Put the playoffs off the table for a second. If this was six and ten, and we found Cam Curl as a bargain, and Kendra Fuller was a free agent signing that worked out, and all these things, then yes, twenty twenty be successful. Well, hello, you get to do all that. You found all these young pieces. And you also get to go play and learn about the postseason with all these young pieces, too. It's just a, basically a gift, and it's lovely. Not a gift, though, because they earned it. Right. They, they it's just, a gift that they earned. It's like when you go – like the it's thanks a bonus. Points. It's, it's the thanks bonus. points at work. I just I just claimed a $50 Uber Eats gift card because I got enough thanks points for being a good employee. You're they welcome. just earned their playoff berth by being good players. And JP nailed before the season talking about Chase Young as Defensive Rookie of the Year being a being – a, a, uh, True game changer. True game changer. But you look at the defense as a whole, which ranked in the bottom half of the league in almost every measurable category last year, is now basically in the top 10 or top 5 of every measurable category that there is. And the way that this defense has played in the second half all year long, we talk about it week after week after week, but it's incredible watching what they do coming out here. And they they dominate games. They got turnovers when they needed to. They got a stop in the red zone when they needed to. Doug Peterson went for – Went for it on fourth and goal from the four. They probably should have kicked the field goal. But they went out there and made a play when they had to. And that's what matters. They're making plays when they have to to win the football game. I mean, listen to this. This is going into the Eagles game. But I imagine these these rankings hold after this game. Defensively, they were fifth in points allowed and fourth in yards allowed. Offensively, 26th in points scored, 30th in yards. If they can get a quarterback, dude – the defense is legit, and I think I've said this a hundred times now. You add a legit middle linebacker, it doesn't have to be Ray Lewis. If you can get London Fletcher, like like a good borderline Pro Bowl player, this defense could be really, really good. And that's what Ron said last week. You asked him straight up, "Hey, what do you have to do to be elite?" He said, "Get I, a linebacker." I would argue that it's really good now, and it could sure. be great. Sure, I, I mean, also, they're fifth and yeah, fourth. You like add, you add, you add a linebacker, and you pair it with a quarterback great. who can play, then that makes their jobs easier too. It's this cycle. Everybody complements each other, and we've talked about this. Like none of this is earth shattering. There is legit reason for optimism in Washington, and for the first time in thirty years, I think there there was that. Brief window. There Brief was the solar eclipse of 2012, right? Like, it it was incredible. It was a but window for mice. So quickly. Like, you know when you get really good weather in February and you can play golf or go for a Didn't jog? Did you play or golf yesterday? Sure. It, but it wasn't great. But, like, occasionally. But it's, like, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Like, you got to get in that one right, little spot. Right. Uh, 2012 was a window. These dudes are building a house, and we talked about this so much in the Bruce era that they tried to rebuild the house while they were living in it, and they tried to gut the kitchen while they were making Thanksgiving dinner. Mm -hmm. I don't know that Ron didn't do that, but 
they didn't spend a ton of cash. They didn't bring in any overpriced veteran free agents or anything. They drafted smart. They didn't move up. They didn't do it. They've got an extra pick coming. They got rid of the guys that didn't want to be here. They got rid of the dead weight and, and bad guys. They got this thing moving, man. And, and that's regardless of what happens against Tom and the Bucks. And I think they're going to – I think I don't know what's going to happen. I think they're going to beat the shit out of Tom Brady one way or another. <laughs> they might lose, but he's going to be on his ass a bunch. Yeah. And it's going to be exciting. On the football field, the action happens in the blink of an eye. It's like that off the field, too, when you've been injured. In a split second, your life is changed. Whether on the field or in the courtroom, when you've been injured, you need the right teammates by your side. You need Chase and Boscolo, a law firm willing to protect and fight for your rights. On the football field or in the courtroom, having the right team determines whether you win or lose. When injuries change your life, call Chase and Boscolo, trial lawyers that care. We're going to go to that stadium that has been home to so many awful afternoons, not just for us, but for everyone who listens to this, everybody who cares about this team. And there's not going to be any fans there, and that sucks, but there's going to be a meaningful postseason matchup taking place on on that field where there's just been blowouts and Monday night massacres and swinging gates. No. In January, there's going to be a game, and it's going to matter, and it's going to count, and I cannot wait to be there. In that stupid press box, watching this team play in the postseason, Mitchell. Tom Brady has to go stay in a Washington D.C. hotel. Yep. Go into that. They stay at that National Harbor joint. It's pretty nice. Not always, but they sit. <laughs> Let him dunk on Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> they have to sit in that <laughs> visiting locker room. I just oh. don't know why it has to be a <laughs> hotel. That's okay. all I'm saying. A, a, probably a very nice hotel. <laughs> yeah. but, but whatever. It's cold. It's the visiting cold. locker room sucks. It's awkward. It's all divided up. I'm the with sun's you. Sun's gonna be in their eyes for the entire. Uh, it's gonna be at eight o'clock it's at night. Be an eight o'clock at night. <laughs> okay, we're <laughs> true. This is not going well. But Tom Brady has to go to Landover <laughs> there you and go. play the Washington football team on the road without potentially his best wide receiver and the, without potentially their starting middle linebacker. And those are two huge losses for them. And they have to face this defensive line that is dominant. And a defense is just flying to the ball everywhere. I mean, the way their corners are tackling right now, you see Kendall Fuller just like – fighting and dragging his way at when the ball's trying to get to the side. I, Jeremy Reeves was doing an incredible DeShazer ever impression. He was. All, all day. He's he was putting it out there. Right? Popping. Um, sometimes, Pats shout out to my boy Peace too. Back when he and I were just fans going to a million games. Um, it's funny. Did you see that Instagram post I had? Yeah. Like, I was at that Sean Taylor game in, in 2006 when, or whatever that was. When Chase picked up that fumble from it, Nate it felt oh, like it I, I was sitting there and I was like, I was ready for that to be Wearing the play. white on white. White for on sure. white, dive into the end zone the whole yeah. nine yards. Totally. But I was I would always go to those games with my boy Pete. And he always and it would the next day after a huge Washington win would go to the other city's newspaper. So he'd like read in the, it'd be the Philadelphia Inquirer game story of that game. Mm-hmm. And you always get such a good perspective reading like the opposite side of this thing. So Kime just retweeted this, and I think this is interesting. And I don't know much about this account. So before I say something incredibly stupid, all right, this is just a giant account. So it's from Giants Daily at MYG Daily. Ron Rivera walked into a show, had to deal with health problems, an owner like Dan Snyder, constant distractions, a depleted roster, and was forced to play four different quarterbacks and won seven games. Yeah. That's like. Think about that. It's a pretty easy comeback to people who are like, oh, they tanked. Like, what the Eagles did tonight, and JP has 10 minutes on this, was borderline inexcusable, probably past the border. 
um, switching quarterbacks, all that. Like, they gave the game to Washington. Washington tried to give it right back at multiple junctures. But Washington's coach got cancer. Washington's coach had to shuffle through three, four quarterbacks. They didn't know who they were going to start in this game until Saturday. There's a million things that Washington had to deal with all year, too. The NFL, everybody has to deal with all types of shit. Whoever deals with the shit the best gets to keep playing. Washington dealt with a lot of shit. They're still playing. Pete, that's a great point. I kind of went into it a little bit on post-game about it. Every time Washington went out and won a football game, the haters were out there saying the only reason they won was because it was a backup quarterback or it was – O-line was injured. O-line was injured. Whatever the – The O-line's always injured. Yeah, everywhere. Because maybe the D-line's damn good and they hate playing against them. How many Washington quarterbacks were there? How many – Alex was out there on one leg, and whether whether he's good or not doesn't matter. Let's talk – like. Let's talk about all the things that Washington had to overcome to even totally. get to this point. Let, and that's what's Their starting quarterback was hanging out with strippers after a game. After a loss. After, after a, a loss. loss. I could have gotten them all sick. Dude, let's let's transition then to Alex because I think we are all properly appreciative of what the team has done, what the coaching staff has done. They deserve to win this division, and they deserve to host Every that playoff game. celebration that they're doing. For sure. Um but kind of to your point, we're about to have a legitimate discussion. Let's remove the names. This is something Matthew Barry always does, and I think oh, it's tricky. The, so, the it, blind it, resumes. The blind resumes. Yep. And we're going to have a serious debate for a playoff game. A playoff game. Who should start? A 36-year-old dude who missed two years after he broke his leg that was so severe it almost got cut off. Who's back, but is clearly hurt, is relatively immobile, but is coming off a game where he had two touchdowns, but also two picks, only threw for 160 yards. Start him or a guy that a month ago was taking exams online while trying to get back into the NFL, and his most recent experience was in the XFL. Think about that. Think about where we are. It's wild. The only thing I'll point out about Alex's performance tonight, and clearly he was limited, both of those interceptions were pretty fluky. You had Logan Thomas slip and fall, and he made it, he threw a bad ball to, to J.D. McKissick, which allowed the Eagles player, but that ball just kind of fell into his hands. It wasn't necessarily the bad decision-making that we've seen from quarterbacks when they were turning the ball over. Now, when Alex can only throw the ball four yards downfield and clearly can't move in the pocket, it's a problem, and it's a real discussion that they need to have. I mean – I think Ron said in postgame that he felt like uh, Scott Turner was trying to protect Alex a little too much uh, early in that game. If they think that Alex is good enough to go against Tampa, they can't protect him. I mean, and I'm not saying that they need to, you know, have him out there running naked boots left and right, but you can't protect him. You got to go out there and call your offense as you're going to call it. And if Alex can't execute it or can't move in the offense to make it happen, then you got to go to Heineke. Heineke. Hold on. I'm sorry to do this, but whatever. Pete is right. We're always all over the place. So, Kyle uh, just tweeted out, Morgan Moses, the positivity, the positivity of the coaching staff has yes. been the difference. I felt we always had the talent. And then uh, this dude, is, it was sharp follow, at Redskins Colt, replied to him with the picture of Deshaun giving Jay Gruden the titty twister. <laughs> that's the best video that I, I ever I, shot. I know. That's Property your, of Mitch Tisch. That is your Mona Lisa. But, like... Think about the shit we were dealing with. Think about the shit they were throwing out there and saying as a professional organization. And think about where we are now. And that's not, listen, man, still Ashburn. 
Let's not Ashburn ourselves to the point where we don't understand we're still in Ashburn. Right. We're still in Ashburn. I need years and years of sustained success before I believe in Ashburn. But the fact that we're still in Ashburn makes me want to just hug this success right now. Totally. No matter how nasty Embrace it. and ridiculous it was. Uh, totally. Nate Sudfeld looked like he had never taken a shotgun snap before. He was backing up like a shortstop in Little League on a ground ball. He was scared to take the snap. I don't know if they told him to do that. I don't know. I don't care. Embrace right. it. I'm Let me dial it. in here and get off Twitter because I'm just giggling at things. Like, uh, like yeah, I saw you giggling yeah. a lot. Um, the Heineke Smith thing's real. Tampa's well, I, I run mean, defense. We're going to go should and will. So let me, uh, yeah, set it let me up. get locked in here. Um, sorry, I was having fun. God I don't forbid. care. You think I care? I know you don't care. You want um, well, to guess what movie I was watching before I came on? This not podcast? right now, <laughs> Peter. Should Ron have pulled Alex? I'll, I'll start. I thought that drive to end the second quarter to get the TD was good enough that he was staying in the game unless – Unless he got, he took a hit to the leg or something, and it was clear he couldn't move. Um, there were some ugly moments there in the third quarter. Um, I think, should he have pulled him in this game once Sudfeld came in? No. Like, the, the same reason Doug Peterson was comfortable punting to try to pin them deep was the same reason Ron could keep Alex in. Because once Suds was out there, you were good. Um, go ahead, Mitch. Should certainly not. should he have pulled him? No, he shouldn't have pulled him today. I both like I just said both both turnovers to me were were fluky and weren't bad decision making. weren't him trying to get rid of the ball too quickly. weren't any of those sorts of second things. Second one was uh, I will disagree with great, you on the second. Yeah, one. dude, this the, is bad. Logan throw. fell down, but the ball was poorly placed and it probably shouldn't have gone there in the first place. The guy did fall down. The guy fell down. Either way, yeah. But the the point being that. The Eagles weren't – even when Jalen Hurts was in the game, and I tweeted this and taking a lot of heat, but, like, Jalen Hurts got pulled in the third quarter. He had 100 total yards and an interception and, and two rushing touchdowns. And granted, there were a couple plays where he made some moves on the ground, but he had 100 yards. We talked about 200 yards as the bare minimum for a quarterback to have sure. a decent game. Famously. The dude had 72 yards passing through three quarters. It's not like they were moving the ball up and down the field. And granted, Sudfeld came in and sucked terribly and clearly was worse than Jalen Hurts. But let's not pretend like they were replacing a dude that was playing well and was legitimately giving them, was legitimately giving them, you know, a, a, a win. You know, it still would have been up in the air if Jalen if Jalen Hurts had played. And so for me, I, it. Alex did enough to stay on the field. He moved the ball at times when he needed to. When they re when they got back to the when Sudfeld came in and they reestablished the run with Gibson, to me was what something they should have done throughout the game. I, I didn't like that they got away from it early. I didn't like that Alex threw the ball 32, 30, however many times it was. I think thirty two times if I'm not mistaken. I'll pull it. I got it here. I mean, that's that's ridiculous, especially for an Eagles defense that given up hundred plus. Twenty two or thirty two. Yeah, thirty two passes. But here's the thing, Gibby ended up with nineteen carries. Because a lot of that seven was of late, came, late, late. Yeah, he just come earlier. He also might have covered an important number. He yeah, did. but a yeah, bunch of those carries came did. after Sudfeld came in. They got they got away from it early. They needed to stick more with Gibson. And the Bucks defense, the Bucks run defense is very good. They are not going to be able to go out there and throw the ball forty times and be successful. They're going to need to run if, the ball. If offensively, if they look like they did today, next they week got no shot. They got no shot. Uh, should they have pulled Alex Peter? The 
touchdown before the half gave him like another checkpoint in my mind, like a little more room. Well, but- and let's forget, let's not forget that they had the really impressive drive to start. Right. And that throw to Terry was nails. That was the throw to Logan was nails. We're highlighting the two picks, but both touchdown passes were, were, were. The Terry throw was better. Logan, he gave his guy a chance to make yeah, a play. He gave his guy a chance, but, but you still, put it where only Logan sure, could catch yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, And Logan's a hell of a player. Yeah, but, go back to uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't think he should have pulled him tonight, but if we get something similar next week and Tampa jumps out to a 10-3 lead or 13-0 or something and Alex looks like this through a quarter and a half, I think he got to change. Because well, the book is out. Like, Tampa knows what to do now. Yeah. It's pressure the hell out of Alex. It's on Scott and those guys to adjust. Totally. But they got so lucky So that's the question then. Just, it should have, yeah, should, who so should start, yeah. will Alex Smith start next week? And, and let's be clear, it's – Hell, I guess it's technically Monday morning. Yeah, it's timestamp. One sixteen. It's one sixteen a.m. We don't Monday work that morning. hard here. Yeah, jeez. Um, JP's kids are sleeping. We're definitely gonna wake them up. I know. If we wake them up, dude, it's gonna be a we're really just surrounded by heaters. Really and freezing. Porch. Yeah, we're butt cold. Um, I brought a heater for Pete. Yeah, heaters JP for Peter. Heaters you. for Peter. We've been doing it for years. Yeah. It's, it's a charity. Um, I have like a propane gas. Thanks. Shout out, Greg Papa. Yep. Um, but I tell you what, will Alex be the starter next week? We're, we're going to dive into this more. I'm going to write about it, Matty Clicks. Relax. Um, Ron's comments after the game about Alex were, were lukewarm at best. I didn't when, really when he hear. said, he asked, the phrase, well enough, was deployed. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, oh, he played well enough. At and, least and, it wasn't a regression. Sure, sure. But I, I just think you only get away with that performance against the Eagles when Doug Peterson quits on his team and goes to Nate Sudfeld. And that's not to suggest that Alex can't get further along in his health in the next week. I'm kind of starting to doubt that too, because this is three weeks off is what we saw tonight. And I don't know. I know they say it's not complicated by the, surgeries and everything else going on he in that leg. half a calf back there because they had to take part of it off to right. put on the front of his leg. It's got to just be the truth. And, and I, I just keep saying, like, I don't know if the wires connect properly, whatever it is. Um, I think you start Alex because – I think you start Alex. Because they all clearly believe – Chase Young says, I love me some 11 every chance he gets. Totally. And the, then if the, you need to, you take Taylor out of your pocket and that's the jolt to kind of wake everybody up. Totally. I that's think – the plan. Tampa Bay is averaging percent. 35 a game their last two games. They seem to be getting right. Antonio Brown is becoming more and more of a factor oh, for the them. the torque impact zone, Mitch. Uh-oh. Oh. We're not on the field this year. Oh. I'm, I'm safe. You, you better safe. back up still. Back up, son. Um, I think Tampa is getting hot at the right time. They got a bunch of veterans with, with rings and experience. You cannot – you cannot bring a grape to this fruit fight. Like, you got to be ready to go. Yeah, Bring a tomato to scare Tom Brady, if anything. Yeah. I mean, Ron saying that, that he felt the offense was limited. That was Jay-Z with... line. Neither of you got that? No. Was it, it chain smokers or, like, BB Rexa? Couldn't bust better. a grape in a fruit fright. Fruit fright. Have fruit a bright broad brass. Have a bright broad brass. <laughs> My guy Al was killing it tonight. I love that dude so much. I know you do. I loved Al. Or I think it was Chris Collins we were talking about. The O-line doesn't get enough respect. And no one I loved Collinsworth at the end of that game finally being honest. And he's like, guys, I, I just can't stomach what Doug Peterson did tonight. Yeah, Because they both tried to, like, carry dancing water. dancing around it. Yeah, maybe not carry, carry water is too, too unfair. But, like, they were like, oh, this is sure interesting. But then at the end of the game, he's like, are you 
Are you kidding? <laughs> How about the amount of time they spent talking about Giants fans complaining? Yeah. And, and you the think Giants I give a shit about sad Giants players? I, I'll talk about Kerry Water. This league carries the water for, for the, the New Mariners. York football Giants. Unbelievable. They've I mean, done it forever. Every Redskin, every Washington fan knows that. But, like, let's listening be to real. This broadcast was, it was mind-boggling. There, there is one team I mean, in this league that can do no wrong, and they wear blue, and they're from New York City. Listen, Michelle Tafoya is so much more successful than I'll ever be, but do I give two She's about her text her messages with Logan Ryan? No, I don't care. She's great at her job. I that stuff comes from New York, and I don't think it comes from NBC. I think it's coming from Park Avenue. Yes. Sorry, sorry, Michelle. You're way better than I am. Again, let's reiterate. I JP lo- looks I love- a little nonplussed with what I just said. He's correct, by the way. <laughs> I loved early in the game when they went to the tweets of the of the Giants players saying, <laughs> you know, I'm rooting for the Eagles or whatever. Like, oh, you know, whatever. E A G L E S or whatever the hell they were tweeting. Whatever. If you keep going back to it over and over again when they were getting mad about the changes or whatever, get the hell out of here. Get all the way the hell out of here. You have an entire fan Mitch, base. Pardon me. Get the f out of here. Get the f out of here. You have an entire giant of a fan base in the Washington football team that has been dormant for 25 years. Let them have their goddamn moment. <laughs> well, sure. But, like, I hope for the sake of my two daughters. This ain't their moment. We should all enjoy this. This is fun. But, like, the moment, there are bigger moments in the future. Let's right all now, that. this is the biggest moment that they could have. It's, sure, but, like. It's as big as it gets right so now. So, I was texting with my cousin John in Glasgow, who's a hardcore Washington fan, right? He's, he doesn't know the history to all of it. But, like, he loves the NFL, and now Washington's his team. Dude, he got a dope Chase Young jersey. I didn't even know they shipped those to Scotland, but he's got one. Um and he said, he's like, how long has it been, man? Like, like 20 years? I was like, nah, they won the division five years ago. Like, yeah. they did just, not just win it. And, and the problem is the peaks and valleys. The problem is the train only stops at a resort town for a weekend and then a hurricane blows through. So, like, we're all hoping on a pleasant resort town experience where, hey, maybe we get a timeshare. And then we save up a little money. We got we get a condo, and then we we get a damn beach house, beach, yeah. beachfront property, and, baby. and we're at the beach and we every summer. And invite our friends and family yeah. to hey. enjoy. make it a whole thing. Right? You have barbecues. Hey, everybody knows we have this monster barbecue every Fourth of July, yeah. and there's it's fireworks, and there's and there's maybe there's a boat. popsicles. Hey, sure, JP's making hot dogs. Those right. hot dogs are so good. And you do that every year. You do it every summer. It's like Rich Kid Pete in his Cape Cod house. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just have it reserved. Right. right. When you get lobster, but right now we, we don't have that. <laughs> and, and so right now we have a one room in a dingy ass ocean city property but, that's not even on the water but you're celebrating the fact that you have a roof over your head which just organization hasn't had i for a i long think time. right now you just stumbled into you know what covid's fucking everything up the whole world is upside down and you can find some really good deals at the beach <laughs> you can hey what the hell we just landed a four star hotel for three nights for 75 bucks a night Ron's a pretty Ron's a pretty effing good realtor. Seventy five bucks a night for this really nice hotel, free breakfast, continental, and we get to bring all the young guys. We get to show all these young guys what the free breakfast looks like. What the hey, you seen sunrise? Hey, Cam Curl, step out onto this balcony. You, you Can you smell hear the that, ocean? You smell that fresh ocean breeze? Do you do you know how good the taffy is here? Yeah, Wes Schweitzer, that's free toothpaste for you in the cabinet. There's roller coasters. There's, you can go pick crabs. You can go to the pizza places. There's a million pizza places, chicken wing places. Jimmy Moreland, that is free ice cream. Get yourself another cone, son. Can we talk about boardwalk fries? 
Dude, put vinegar on them. A little bit of Old Bay. <laughs> you think Old these Bay? dudes know about vinegar and Old Bay? They're learning. We know Chase Young knows about Old Bay. <laughs> They're but the rest learning. Of these dudes are learning. They're learning, man. And that is why the valuable beachfront real estate, even at seventy-five bucks a night, even if you get in cheap, still has tremendous value. So much value. Doesn't matter if the beach is empty around you. There's no neighbors on either side. Just let these guys experience it. Watch a sunrise at the beach. Watch a sunset on the bay. Pete's hits not, different. Pete's not a big sky guy. It but you're learning. It hits different. You're learning. Will Taylor Heineke start? No. No. The chances of him playing over under. They're higher than I'd like them to be. Over under 50%. I have it right at 50%. I think it's a, it's a coin flip. Because as much as it's how about on, who will finish with more on, attempts next week, Alex or Taylor? It's as much. I'll get as much as it's on. It's all flustered. Alex, no, I'm not flustered. As Flustered. much as it's on Alex playing well and moving the football, there's a percentage chance that this defense comes out and dominates the f- out of Tom Brady and hits his old bones around and his doesn't let him get bones. set up in the in the pocket. And all of a sudden, Tom has happy feet back there and starts overthrowing receivers left and right, which we've seen him Antonio Brown year. flips out on the sideline, starts punching an assistant coach. Grunk spikes. Sorry, that was kind of weird. Yeah, no, that's, that's what he does. <laughs> but things go haywire. That's because not what he does. In, to yeah. defend him, okay. I don't think he's ever punched an assistant Sorry. coach. But things go haywire, and all of a sudden, Camp is on the sideline looking across the field like, what the f- happening we're losing to the washington football team in the playoffs mitch is all in yeah like, i haven't heard mitch cuss this much on the pod ever <laughs> mitch just bought a beach house yeah. <laughs> and he's Yo. planning some expansions already <laughs> after the performance tonight mitch, was a, mitch, <laughs> mitch had a really good day there's wall, a down, like wall street when that bell rings <laughs> we're gonna be checking that account there's a there's a there's a down payment on a beach Chuck house. honey and jay blount and danny frank start ringing that bell up uh, there on wall street yeah mitch is gonna be calling in Hey. Jay, I need a wealth advisor. Help me. <laughs> um, um, where are you at? 50-50? Where are you at? Like I said, I think the perfect plan is you trust Alex at the beginning because there's clearly something to his just mere presence. For, for sure. And you give him three or four drives, let him feel his way out, let Scott get into a rhythm, figure out who's working, who's not, how's the line handling this Tampa D-line. But I would be more stringent in how much time I give Alex – because this Alex, copy and paste next weekend, you're going to lose by 30 points. Well, you'll have to be if Tampa's ringing 21 on you. Yeah. But I also think it's it's a worthy time reminder. We're talking about Taylor Heineke. They, they, they don't have Steve it's Young coming off the bench. It's right. Not, yeah. it's, it's Patrick. It, it's Taylor Heineke. Right. Um, but, and he, you know what? He looked good in a quarter against this really soft prevent from the Panthers. So... But I do think the team would believe if that decision comes down. I think it's going to be, Alex, we got another week of practice, another week of watching every single thing that happens yeah. and wondering. Um, but look, the formula, as the stupid Tom Coughlin Giants showed us, to beat Tom Brady is to just harass him with your front four, and Washington's front four is as good as it gets. This is Chase Young is running off the field in Philly saying, I want Tom. Well, you're going to get him in six nights. Go earn it. Go show us why you want him. We chanted on this podcast, we want Tom. Yeah, on the same couch I'm sitting on. We did, dude. Outside of, <laughs> outside of if Jared Goff can't play in uh, in L.A., this is the team that I most want, that I, that I think they have the best chance of beating in the playoffs of the NFC teams. Yeah. 
So here they are. And it's juicy as Guess hell. Guess what? You have another huge opportunity in front of you. I'm going to try something and Everyone's going to write them off before the game. Yep. Bear with me. When you, when you think about coming into the league, who mm-hmm. is the quarterback that you're looking forward to sacking the most? I mean, I saw some shade here. I'm wondering. Am I getting away this too much? I don't know. That's funny. I'm for that. Uh, <laughs> probably, though, I, I, I mean, I want to sack uh, Tom Brady. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's... Is he going to be in a Patriots uniform? No, that's not for me to say. <laughs> I want to sack Tom Brady. Everybody knows his voice by now. That's obviously Chase Young talking at the Combine before he was drafted by anybody. Chase Young. That also probably has a little bit to do with uh, that team up north. No, dude. Chase Young played at Ohio State 15 years after Tom Brady was at Michigan. You you think? No, it has to do with six Super Bowl rings and being the greatest quarterback of all time. Pete, you can be the deciding vote right now. JP is correct. Yeah, thank you. I'm Ohio just more, State players hate Michigan players. I'm just more. I do, I'm not. Okay. Look, Chase Young is so cool. And that's my point. JP, pick it up. Direct it where you want. Chase Young is so cool. So cool. There's what was the my conversation analysis. you guys had about uh, Old Bay at the combine? Oh, Old Bay on French fries? Or yeah. Me and Chase Young are like one brain when it comes to snacks. Snacks. You like the same <laughs> chips. Old Bay on French fries. Well, we talked about Old Bay wings versus Mambo sauce wings, but the, the chips that we love are salt and vinegar by Utz. Um, we don't need to get bogged down with the nonsense. Uh, Have you listened to this pod? Sure. Chase Young's Times two. defensive performance tonight. He is a monster. Describe him in less than three words. <laughs> and um, I'm going with he's a monster, and I think that's five. He's a that's four. Well, he's is a conjunction or whatever. Yeah, that's one word. Okay, Mitch, go ahead. Dominant mother. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> yo, Mitch is having a big day. <laughs> Sorry, Murph. We got like new bosses now. Maybe we should dial back the cursing. I don't even know. <laughs> that's rich. JP saying we should dial back the cursing. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Mitch, take it easy. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna use. Somewhat of a contraction, abbreviation, acronym, whatever. Future Hoffer. If I might. (laughs) I got so much grief (laughs) from you two for putting giant expectations on this kid. And Pete just said he's going to Canton. 16, no, 14 games into his NFL career. So. You want to take the bet? I offered the bet. (laughs) I was the one. Saying these things. And you guys were like, yo, take it Hypo- easy. Hypothetically, did you put your money where your mouth was? That wasn't a bet. Chase Young Hall of Fame future prop? No, no, no. If it exists, I'll put a hundo on it right D-Roy? now. No, yeah, D-Roy. It, it, the bet wasn't there, I don't think. It was on DraftKings and stuff. Who cares? All right, I missed it, but whatever. You're um, back in the black. You're fine. Back in black, baby. Play some ACDC. Um, do you want to address, like, address tonight's game? And I know yeah. you have some feelings on Doug. Peterson, Pedersen. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got notes, dude. I got a plan. Okay. You don't think I got a plan? No. I no, I know you have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have a plan. That's also a reasonable guess. This is so fun. Orsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Orsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Saving, selection, and service check lifetime engine guarantees and car washes check loaner cars and free virginia inspections check and check 
See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Oarsman Chantilly Toyota. Let's ride together. I wanted to give the defense some credit before we moved on to a team quitting, I a professional football team quitting. Honing into that goal line stand in the defense. Do it. Overall. Do it right now. Yeah. And the, oh. Jesus Christ, Pete. You've had three sips of bourbon. You just f-ing spill a beer, <laughs> hypothetically. God damn it! I gotta clean this up. Murph, don't edit any of this. On <laughs> oh, my daughter's little umbrella thing. What do you call that? A pinwheel. Butter. I spilled it on her butter. Explain the fourth down now. All right. As JP goes to get paper towels for a hypothetical spill. Things were looking real rough there, Mitch, as you look at me with much chagrin. What the f*** did you do? Okay, so what happened was Alex Smith threw a somewhat misplaced swing pass to J.D. McKissick. He got interception in a miracle turnover. Eagles take over at the 15. Boston Scott runs for seven. They run it again, and they pick up a third down. So they're at first and five on the goal line going in. A one-yard gain, an incomplete pass. Then on third and goal, Hurts incomplete. And on fourth and goal, another incomplete pass. John Bossett gets pressure on Jalen just in time so Jalen can't find his wide-open receiver in the end zone. That right there reminded me of the Pittsburgh goal line stand. Just This defense as Ron likes to say, bowing its neck and deciding that this isn't happening on our watch. We're not letting this team sink. You trust us to make the stop. We're going to make the stop. Early in the year, they were not putting out the fires. Later in the year, they're putting out fires, and that was the biggest fire to date, and they stood up and survived. Well, and for everyone saying that the Eagles quit at the end by by switching to uh, Nate Sudfeld, the first possession of the game, they had fourth and one from the 50-yard line or from the 35-yard line or whatever, decided not to go for it, took the uh, delay of game and punted the ball away. Then on top of it, you have that fourth down play from the four-yard line where in any real football game, you're kicking the you're kicking the field goal, get three, tie the ball game. Tie the game. Instead, they decided to go for it. Doug Peterson had no interest in winning this game from the beginning, and that didn't matter who was playing quarterback. He was inconsistent the entire night. He never really gave him a chance to win. He was just flying by the seat of his pants because they were worried about picking sixth the next year's draft instead of picking ninth. Two things. Um, I'm trying to figure out the best way to punish Pete. I came up with it. Uh, my wife made homemade cookies, and I got one for Mitch. And, oh, thank you. Oh, this looks so they're, good. They're incredibly good. So much chocolate, chocolate chip. In there. Yeah. Um, you don't get one. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, no. No, you can't. I know you're going to yank it away anyway. No, so, I was going to give him half. Yeah, right. I think, here's what I think, honestly, Mitch, because I heard what you said. This is a hell of a cookie. It's really good. Don't talk really about good. it. Don't talk about it. So, I think, I, I think Doug realized that if Hertz stayed in, he might mess around and break a long one, and they could have won. And that's why he put Suds in. And he – I don't know. I just thought it was embarrassing. And I don't think the NFL like, should be about that. Is like, that coming from Doug or is that coming from Mr. Sayers? You think Doug is – has the forward thinkingness to think about a draft pick? It's probably a directive. I don't think it's about a dra- – I don't know what the – I don't know what it was about, but I think it's embarrassing. And, and I think there's a reason it's such a flashpoint. And, and I just – feels dirty to me in a league and a sport that I love for something like that to happen on the biggest stage just bothers me dude and 
there's no you. I thought so. Lorenzo on our post game, I thought was. I mean, he's wildly intelligent. That was, that All these Cal perfect. football players are so fucking smart. But Lorenzo's like, coach, it's not senior night. You're not trying to get guys to get their reps. It's just a joke. You're treating the game like a joke, and that's just unfair to your team. It's unfair to their team. I don't know. I, I It worked out well for Washington, so that's cool. But there's a reason people are irate about this. And I don't think that's going to go away. Here's my question. And honestly, I think it I think it mars Doug Peterson, who's a Super Bowl winning coach that does the Sam Cassell dance at every possible chance. I think it mars his legacy a little bit. And, and who knows? Maybe he'll win 10 more playoff games and nobody will talk about this down the road. But it's, it's ugly and How is this? Here's I hate my question it. for you. How is it different than – the Steelers starting Duck Hodges or well, just Duck forward. Hodges was last year. They didn't have anybody else. You're talking about or, today with yeah, Mason Rudolph. Whoever was. So I, I think this is very, no, no, no. I, I'm not going to hold on because it's very important. You can make those decisions before a game. Coaches can rest players. Coaches can not play their guys that are a little iffy. Once the f-ing game starts, you play to win the f-ing game. We heard and before I don't game, think they did that. We heard before the game that Jalen Hurts might get pulled at halftime for Nate Sudfeld because that was the plan. I'm not like, I don't know what happens, but listen. In, in 20- the flow of that game, and then also this isn't soccer or or baseball. You can pull a guy and then put him back in. Like Sudfeld had two turnovers in his first six snaps. You're gonna keep that dude in to try to win the game. You're gonna keep that dude in to try to win the game. I, I don't he's know. Not, how- he's not coming close to winning you that game. I believe you're down six. If they were down three touchdowns, it's an entirely different conversation. In, I believe it was 2013. And I think you're just being devil's advocate, so I apologize that I'm being aggressive to you. It just, it bothers me to my core. Was it 2013 when RG3 got sat week 17 because they wanted him to go into the offseason completely healthy so that... That was Shanahan saying F you to him. That's not what tonight was. You think Doug was saying F you to Hurts? No, I don't think so. I think Doug thinks Hurts is their starting quarterback week one, 2021. And, and does there was zero evidence suggests he was going to get hurt. I'm not saying that it was – by no means did they give them a better chance to win by pulling them. I just think that it's a, lot to, it's, a, it's a lot to be made about, not a whole lot. They didn't try and win the football game, but it's not like Jalen Hurts was playing, was playing great football before he got pulled. That's all, that's that's where I'm at. He was their only offense. He he was their only shot. And his ability to scramble and run around was their only shot. And, and that's Pete, why, you haven't chimed in. And that's why you got to be concerned about him getting hurt because the only thing he could do was run around, and he was taking shots. Unless you're trying to win a game, you're, like you, if you're concerned about people getting hurt, nobody can play. It's right. a it's a brutal sport. You either you that's it's disingenuous because you know there's a different it's not rule disingenuous. For, there's a different there's a different way of things for quarterbacks versus. Oh, lineman. Sure, but in week seven, like it's not like they're they're playing for next week. And it's, it's also, go ahead, Pete. It's Sorry. also not like Jalen went out and threw for four hundred in the first half, and Doug's like, "All right, that's all I need to see. I know this is my guy for next year." He sucked, and you still pulled him. You either bench him from the start and go with Nate the whole time, or you let Jalen play the whole time. But the stuff switching in the middle, just out of nowhere, Jalen wasn't hurt, wasn't dinged up, was chilling on the sidelines laughing. It sends a very poor message not to, to the rest me- of those dude, players. Unless it was the plan. Okay, then why aren't you? So if that's the plan and it's just about evaluation, then you're clearly not playing to win the game because you would have kicked the field goal to tie it. That's I, I go back to Doug Peterson wasn't trying to win the game from the beginning. That's why my issue with the change isn't that 
all of a sudden that he threw up the white the the white flag in the fourth quarter. He threw up the white flag the first damn possession of the game when he didn't go for it on fourth and one from the 35-yard line. Doug Peterson has gone for the most fourth downs of any coach in the NFL since he's become a head coach. And all of a sudden at the 35, the opponent's 35-yard line at fourth and one, you're not going to go for it? You're going to punt away to try and get field position? Don't tell me he was trying I, to win. I thought that was kind of – I mean, they had just scored a touchdown. I think it was 10-7 at that point. Nope. It was the first possession of the game. The very first possession for the Eagles. Oh, at their own 35 on the no, first possession of the game? It was the Washington 35. No, the Washington forced the three and out. Looked it up. <clears throat> yeah, the first drive was the Cole hit, and then they got stuffed kind of near midfield, I think. Yeah, right near midfield. You're saying the 35. All right, so it was, it was further back than I thought. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whatever, dude. You're te- but you're telling me that Doug that's Peterson, a giant difference, by the way. It right. is. Eh, but, it's a little bit. No, better. no. But you're telling <laughs> yeah. me that Doug Peterson a fourth and one from the fifty, even. Whatever. I, I, the Eagles just quit. They tanked. They quit. We all saw it. They quit, but they quit before the game started. Is my point. The coach didn't go out there to also, win the game. I don't it blame them about, for doing any of this. But but my point. Who being, cares? It's not about the benching in the fourth quarter. They came into this ball game, and it's and I blame Doug Peterson for it from. Unless it came from the ownership, I blame Doug Peterson for not going out there and trying to win the game. But it wasn't the benching of Jalen Hurts that was the turning point of it. They punted on fourth and one in a situation that they would never punt. They went for it on fourth and four when they had an opportunity to tie the game late late in the game. From the beginning. There was one punt that I defend them on where they took the delay a game because Washington could do nothing. And they were trying to just get – if you pin Washington inside their own ten – I think you have a better scoring chance there than you do. It's a circular argument, and I want to just keep moving. I think it's embarrassing. I think it's. He's lucky that they have eight months until their next game. Because I think they it's the wrong next thing. time. Yeah, but they got locker clean out tomorrow. It's also the wrong city to do that in. Because Imagine what those phones are on him. WIP tomorrow. I mean, it's going to be lit, dude. Uh, those players. I saw something that uh, Carson Wentz, Zach Ertz. Like, Kelsey, those dudes that have been there a while, they got trouble in Philly, man. They got big, big trouble in Philly. Well, I don't think Wentz is there next year to worry about it, so. You can't move him. His contract, you can't f***ing move. We said that about John Wall. He's playing in Houston. True. That, I mean. Philly could throw Wentz and a bunch of cash at somebody and get, get something. Brock back. Osweiler. I think Philly would have to throw Wentz and a pick. Philly's like, all right, here's Wentz in a Wentz second. Wentz throws plenty of them. Wentz in a second yeah. for your sixth. And it's the Osweiler trade. The money he's owed. I now, know, it's wild. Um, anyway. Too dude, much this Eagles is, talk. Yeah. This isn't Dave. How about this? <laughs> Eagles. Yeah. Okay. Um, we were talking about. It's where? my least favorite. You know how I feel. Like, when we have to go to Philly, I come in at 10 o'clock at night, and I leave immediately following the game. Yeah. I, Instead of being first one in, last one out, you're last one in, first one out. And Which I is not you. what I am normally, right. but on that road trip, and get me out of here. Hoop City, go ahead. Yeah. Sometimes you end up in a taxi cab on the way to Atlantic City. It's true. <laughs> I got a little. I got a little turned around. Remember when we in the last? It was two years ago, maybe before the Washington Monday Night game, where Peterson had the 90 yarder. When we went into some awful steak place and we saw a Washington player just eating a cheesesteak, um, probably three hours before kickoff. You remember that player? I think we say who it is. Or no. Let, you know what? Someday there'll be a pod party again, and we'll reveal who that Wait, player what was. What about the dinner? I'll just say this. It wasn't a very beloved player. Let's say this. And it was very no, no, fitting Mitch, that he was eating a, a cheesesteak. A steak. Monday night game 
8.15 start. What time do you go to the stadium? Three? Uh, I'll be there for an 8 o'clock game. I'll be there at, yeah, 3. 2.30, 3. Pete and I were getting a cheesesteak at like 4.30. Yeah. <laughs> Five? And, and there was just a player that started that night yep. crushing a cheesesteak at like two and tables over. And a lot of fries and like – I don't know how you shake that off and play in a football game. I could barely sit in the press box. Do you remember? It might have been the same trip because I don't know about this. I, didn't, I don't even know if I know about this. <laughs> I oh, forgot no, it is the same trip because, yes. Because the night before we were at a steak restaurant. <laughs> we were out at a nice steak restaurant. With Biagi. Same with position Biagi, group as the player was, we saw. There was a player out at dinner with a coupon. Yep. To, for an appetizer. <laughs> for a free appetizer <laughs> at the super nice steak restaurant. And that player made a ton of cash from yes. Washington. And I, they still were grasping I'm at a I'm more coupon. supportive of the player with the coupon than of the – especially considering what happened with the other day guy after game. all that. No, not that. the day of the game. The rest <laughs> of his career. Let, let's just stop because we're going to give it away. <laughs> Um, I want to thank Orsman Automotive. I can't believe you guys have never told me that story. I've You've never, never no, we've no. told you. I want to thank Orsman Automotive of Virginia. Um, check them out, OrsmanVA.com. they got six dealerships all over Northern Virginia. they got every car you can imagine. You can buy them. You can lease them. You can <laughs> buy a used one. Yeah. Um, all sorts of APR. Uh, gee, Pete, if you spill another f***ing <laughs> drink out here. Did you just stop nope, the recording? Sorry. Do we have a backup going? Are we sure? We have definitely have a backup going. If you stop this record, Pete. No, I'll I'll leave. I'll resign. It'll <laughs> be you two for the rest of the way. Um, all right. Do you want to get what, – what's our time looking like? We're, we're going at 50 minutes already. 5 already? And it is 1.44 in the morning. Jesus Christ. And I want to try and write two stories for the AM. All right. I'm going until 5 in the morning. I don't, I don't you don't either. have to blog anything. Um, he could. I could. Is this your night? Nope. <laughs> Who cares? Uh, all right. It. I, you know, I agree. Blog, it's a big our, pod. I'll blog all the listeners that sent us pictures of them drinking hypothetical bourbon. I kind of want to do that, too. That I got a bunch. Orsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Orsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Saving, selection, and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections, check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Orsman story. Orsman Chevy Buick GMC. Let's ride together. I have a note. Offense needs to do something. And I don't, like, that's not like offense needs to do something, question mark, like what is what is the next move? It's they just got to be better, dude. Like, I, I, I don't know if they ran the ball enough. And they I know Gibby finished with 19 carries, but it, they weren't in the flow carries. Um, Part of me wants to say, just screw it. This is all a gift. Like, we know the offense is flawed, but yeah. let's just see what happens. That's half of me, and I know that's not necessarily what a lot of listeners want to hear. I just don't know if you're going to get that answer next week. This is – Either way, you're starting an undrafted guy named Taylor Henneke, who started once in his career, or you're starting Alex Smith, who clearly is more limited than he already was limited. So it's just just got to make do with what you have and hope Terry and J.D. and Antonio the, can help. I love the mindset slash the, the championship T-shirts, the NFC's championship T-shirts, one not done. Yep. I mean, it's just – it's it's another great round. It's another round. My guess is that's just like Nike or whoever made the shirt 
Whatever. printed it with it's that. I, I could be wrong. Um, the Bucks. <laughs> let's look at something here. Um, or we could try to do it on the fly. The Bucks have had two spectacular performances in a row. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Two spectacular performances in a row, but they haven't. All right, Washington's. You want to go last four? How deep do you want to go? I think I. I always like to look last four. I feel like that's the best snapshot of a team. Obviously, Washington's had some QB trouble, so I can go five if you want. Let's do four. Last four games for Washington. Tonight they scored 20, 13 against the Panthers, 15 against the Seahawks, 23 against the Niners, 23 against the Steelers. I'll even give you the 41 against the Cowboys. That was their explosion, That's right? the only game that they scored more than 30 this this whole season, right? The Bucks. Last four, I'll give you last five. 47, 31, 26, 24, 24, 46. Those are some curvy numbers. I heard two 40, 40 bangers in there. 44, 47. <laughs> looking at you, you different numbers over there? You missed today's game. Yeah, 44. Right, right. I was looking at the last five. I didn't look at today. So their last two, they're averaging 45 a game? Yeah. That's good. You'll live with that. Um, But – Falcons defense and whoever they scorched. Lions. Yeah. Coming into today, coming into today, and these numbers jumped, the Bucks were plus 137 point differential. Do you know what Washington was coming into today? I have no idea if they're even plus or minus. I'll say plus four. Mitchell? I don't think they're plus. Plus six. Here's Eat a it, little. Mitch. Here's a little look real. Let's, uh, let's not have too much fun for 30 seconds. The NFC East coming into today, Washington football team, by far the best point differential at plus six. The Giants were next at minus 77. And Washington lost them twice. The Cowboys were after that at minus 78. Who lost, and the Eagles were minus 84. Yeah, it's a humble group, man. Tom, Tom Brady has been playing better the past the past three games. He's thrown for 399, 348, and 390. He has seven games this year with under 250 yards passing. He threw for 400 with four TDs and a pick. Antonio Brown had a buck 38 and two touchdowns. Godwin had a buck 30 and two touchdowns. I think it's a we all know a lot of meat like, on that bone. A lot of business decisions being made with that Falcons defense. You can't get past him. Burgundy and gold glasses. Listen, man. wall. NFC East champs. Sure. Um, I don't know how it's going to work. The D-line has to destroy them. They have to get lucky exactly. on a couple turnovers. And then the offense is going to have to show up a bit. Yeah. Right. The offense is going to have to show up better than it has. You can't You can't go out there and Even Mitch says points. so. Yeah. Can't go out there and score 20 points and win this game. No. I don't believe you can. Um, you want to do game balls? I do. Go ahead, Pete. I'm going to give a game ball to Ron Rivera been here for one season you have one nfc's crown we all know what he's fought through there's been some times especially early in the year where he was making some very questionable decisions but he's guiding these guys the right way and they all clearly love him and are devoted to him and that matters quite a bit so ron rivera game ball put it next to your nfc east champs hat congratulations there are a bunch to go around terry mclaurin uh high ankle sprain typically a four to six week injury Came out, balled, scored a touchdown. I think he had, he had eight catches tonight. Yeah. Hell of a performance for a guy playing on a on a on a clearly hurt ankle. 
He just loves killing the Eagles. Sorry, I found this cooler over here. Yeah. No, it existed. <laughs> um, Logan Thomas. Dude is a baller. So good. Um, Shout out Pete Hayner for just wanting that guy in. Totally. Totally. Uh, I'm going to try and get Pete Hayner for the uh, play breakdown this week. We'll see how that goes. He is not. He doesn't seem. Better luck of getting JP's Christmas tree for the play breakdown. (laughs) Better luck of of Mitch not being happy right now. Right. I think I would love to watch that one if you get it. You want this Brooklyn, Mitchell? Uh, Yeah. Um, Logan Thomas, man. Great game. You know what? Here's an underrated one. Dustin. I don't think it's underrated. All right. Made two. Much maligned. So what, he made the first one from Deservedly 42. maligned. And then yeah. I'm trying to scroll through my notes. But I don't know how they'll. There were a couple. There I think he went two and made two extra points. Definitely one from 40. And then the other one might have been, you know, who cares? He drilled a couple field goals. Every point matters for Both this Both 42. Yeah. That's oh. his, that's his bugaboo. That, that second one was a ballsy little field goal that was important at the time. Yeah. I saw Dustin fist pump after the first one, too. You could tell he was locked in. It meant something. So game ball. Much maligned. Not tonight. Or this morning. I mean, I'll just go chase young. Keep going. He's a monster. Montez yeah. Sweat. Yeah. It, you know what's tough? And and obviously, a lot of Montez's success is tied to Chase's success. But he's having a monster year, too. And it kind of gets not lost. But well, uh, Maddich does a really great job of always talking about Montez and uh, in our postgame show, which hopefully everybody's watching. And, and I appreciate that. So, Montez Sweat, game ball. I'll give a game ball to the white-on-white uniforms. 3-0. Simple. Mitch, you're up. Cam Curl. Hmm. Another pick. No. <laughs> Safeties. Jeremy yes. Reeves was laying the lumber. Both of them get Picks. a game ball. Picks for both of them. Jeremy Reeves caught Nate Sunfeld's arm punt. Oh, there you go. Cam Sims played well. It's important. Yeah. That's a, dude, he was wide open on a throw. Alex oh, missed. Thank God Alex found Logan on the next one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that would have been a bad one. But Cam Sims, yeah, a couple timely third down conversions. You would like to see him string more consecutive games together, but he'll pop up every now and again and be very crucial. That's why I don't – people want him to be the two. I think you invest in a veteran to put yeah. him opposite Terry. Yeah. And then you have Cam as your three. Okay. Uh, Doug Peterson, thanks for making this podcast possible. Love you, pal. Your visor sucks, but I love you. Nate Sudfeld. Yeah. Washington JP's legend. guy. Listen, I'm team Suds forever, but uh, his time in the NFL ain't long. 5 of 12 for 32 with a pick and a fumble. Ooh. This is a fun game. All right. I have more game balls to give up. Okay, but just give me two seconds. Okay. To your point about you Hertz, Hertz was seven of twenty for seventy-two with a pick. Seven of twenty. Seven yes. of twenty for seventy-two with a pick. Oh, should have benched him earlier. Here's the spread. I'm giving you a point spread of seventeen QB rating. Jalen Hurts minus seventeen QB rating on Sudfeld. Who are you taking? I'm going to say Sudfeld covers. Sud, Suds plus the 17? Yeah. I'm going minus. I you always take Sud- Sudfeld plus the points, JP. You're laying the 17? Hertz came in at 25.4. Oh. Suds at 14.6. Yeah, easy cover. I mean, that's what? awful. Yeah. That's god awful. You always take Sudfeld in the points, maybe that makes. Maybe Doug Peterson's a big QBR guy. Yeah. Go ahead, Mitchell. John Boston. Had a sack, but more so that fourth, that fourth and four from the goal line. He got in uh, Jalen Hurts' face and 
uh, and didn't let him hit the wide open receiver that was running free. So that was a huge play in the game and, and game ball for me. I feel like Kendall Fuller had a couple of clutch pass breakups tonight. A phantom DPI. Maybe this is more of a hat tip, but Fuller and Darby, they're getting their shine from Collinsworth because of all the other defenders. They haven't necessarily been talked about as much this year, but good on them for providing some nice pass coverage on the edges. We did Cam Curl, right? Yes. Um, I want to do the O-line, but I'm kind of just going to leave that for Mitch. Are you weren't impressed? All right, I'll leave that whole thing to you. I, I just don't think they ran the ball enough. But – and you know great, what? They, they were going up against that. number 61. They who weren't got great a sack. That's that true. Walking. You're right. It wasn't a great day. Though. It wasn't a great day. Um, I'm going to say Jack Del Rio because I, I feel like we give so much of the defensive credit to Ron, and there's a lot of discussion about Scott Turner, for better or worse, that JDR, I don't, he's certainly not under the radar because he's such a big name and everything. But um, I listen, that defense was nails. Maybe they went up against bad quarterbacks. Who knows? But. Uh, you give up 14 points. The defense has given up a lot of teams recently. 27 points in the last two weeks. Yeah. Like, you got to start giving credit to the guy in charge of them. Yeah. yeah. Earlier in the year, I was saying how it felt like they were maybe heading for a one year relationship, Jack and Washington. I sure hope that's not the case anymore. I want him to stick around and continue to. That could still grow be the case. Guys. I won't be shocked if he gets head coaching looks. I don't think he came back to just run a defense. Of course. Sam Mills would be a nice replacement if that ends up being the case. I don't know, man. That's a wildly inexperienced person to take over that defense. And there have been – I don't want to get into it, yeah, let's but I don't believe that would be the move there. Um, I give a – Not to suggest that he – I know. It, we, this is not the podcast to discuss who the – We'll do that in March. Defensive. I also think that's particularly off the mark. Okay. Um, Respectfully. Respectfully. Respectfully, go f*** yourself. <laughs> Cut that out, Murph. No, leave it. That's fine. I was going to say, I don't think that was Mitch's first beer when he got here. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was. First beer, fine. Not first drink. Uh, um, I'm doing summer to, January after this, by the way. Hat tip to... Well, <laughs> it's you got one more January 5th. Or I know. You got another week. Late start. Sober February is the move, dude. Yeah, Shortest month point. of the year. You start after the Super Bowl. You go as long as you can. Well, we got to celebrate after they win in Tampa. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, Antonio Gibson, hat tip? Hat tip, yeah. Um, Did a good job running the ball at the end. I don't know if this is a negative. Can kick, whatever. Someone remove Steven Sims from the punt returning depth chart. It's, it's 100% don't, a Don't goat. demote him like Dwayne Hassens. Take his name off of it and just put somebody else back there. Because that fumble, near fumble that he had in the fourth quarter that nobody seemed to talk about on the broadcast booth, nobody seemed to mention, could have been too busy talking about Giants players tweeting. Could have been the worst play in Washington football history, and he was lucky enough to fall on it. No more Steven Sims on punt returning. Please. Put Logan Thomas back there and just have him fair catch. Who cares? Can kick. I'll give it to him. Goat. Yeah, he had a good return earlier. I got a goat for Cole Holcomb, man. Um, he kind of rebounded, but he had a really rough first half. He got beat by the first. I he was first beat offensive play dead to rights. Boston's if that's got, a better ball, yeah. The the penalty thing. was bad. Yeah. Then he had a holding later on that extended the drive. A lot of bad Where, penalties. What does by the Alex defense. get? I'm gonna give him a hat tip. No, screw that. Sorry, game ball for being a division champion quarterback. Seems bullish, Mitch. 
think it's bullish. Fifth quarterback in NFL history to lead to be the quarterback of a of three different teams to take him to the playoffs. Um, I think he gets nothing. I don't. I don't think he's. Um, I go to hat tip because he dove on that fumble late in the game. Uh, you know what? And I agree with that. And dude, we QBs don't always do that. And that guy is beat up, and he laid it. He laid his body on the line to dive on that ball, and I was impressed by that. So we've talked about the uh, important number that Antonio Gibson was hitting. He had just had a 13-yard run to get to 53 rushing yards, which was an important number. And I was concerned that he was going to dive on that ball and take a minus six. <laughs> take a minus How six. How is that on. possible? JP just tried to crack a hypothetical beer, and the pull tab just launched out of nowhere. Take a picture of that for now. The there's no way to open that's that the beer. First beer that JP's had. Dude, I, it, it's the second. Like I, I hypothetically had this one, and then that one. How is that effing possible? Yep, that yep, beer is tough. You're gonna have to shotgun that, my friend. <laughs> I tell you what won't happen. You Give me that pen. A beer? Give me that pen. It's now. You can shotgun a beer. I'm not shotgun. Two a.m. Come on, let's keep it moving. All um, right, I think we're good on those. Yeah. Any other goats? I don't Actually, think so. Getting your propane taxi over there. You have another one? No. Let's move on to chips and. Uh, the tiniest smile. point I want to make: I've learned to come to appreciate Peyton Barber. You, if you want a lot out of Peyton Barber, you're going to be disappointed. But if you understand his role and what he's supposed to do, he does it so well. So I'm a Peyton Barber guy. I should never ask. And, dude, they knew that. Like, you had a really good line on Twitter about it. Will you please repeat it? When Peyton goes to the barber. That was not a good line. I saw that. You thought that was good? Yeah. Because he falls forward for a yard. Yeah, that's what he asked for. It's just the one. I mean, I get why the line exists. I just. Sometimes. Pete is really funny when it's not planned. And when he plans and tries hard. Super bad. Yeah, that's when it gets corny. Have you Um, watched these PPPs? My pen back? I just. It's broken. Oh, game ball to me. First PPPP. That a boy. Proud of you. Way to go, buddy. Give it to me. What are we at? One and four? One out of four. But the project feels more legit when you got a win under your But, dude, if you're doing parlays. you got to hit it like a. Wouldn't one out of four pay? No, you want to be like one out of three. Okay. But I can get. Well, you're getting there. 2.6. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I'm indulging myself. Should we do over-under? Good for you, dude. I'm glad. Tell everybody where to follow you on TikTok. On TikTok at Pete's Player Prop parlays hence the four p's kind of getting some momentum even though michael phillips likes to fade them don't fade tonight's because it won all right well i was thinking about it. you couldn't fade tonight because you couldn't fade Devonte adams not to score sure. right and thank you aaron Rodgers, for just throwing that pass when there's no need to throw the pass late in that game all right over unders the final one of the year oh i have no idea who won these i'm very intrigued either. and i'm and going in i'm up one Four to three to three. Fairly confident I didn't because I had to take the over of Jalen Hurts at the end. All right. All right. Everybody relax. Quarterback passing yards. This was because it was Alex or Taylor. We didn't know, so we just set a number. 175. JP went over. Mitch went over. Pete went under. What was the final number? 162. Pete scores it. All right. All right. Pete's up one. I think Pete's a big fat winner. Next one is. Does that mean Mitch has to buy us a steak? Gibson. Wasn't that the bet? How, much, got some how many yards did Gibson finish? Because the number was 70. We all went over. 75. 75. Oh, 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 Pete is 2-0. He's about to be 3-0 because Hurts rushing Kid yards just was can't 70. Hold, like, like, just commit to the bit. 
Like, like, just wait and be like, eh, everything. JP you- was under. Pete was under. Mitch was over. The number was 70. Hertz finished with? 34. Ooh, 34. Not even half. Pete goes 3-0. Joins JP on top of the bang, leaderboard. Bang. So Mitch are you buying, buying us a steak dinner? We'll, go, we'll, go, we'll do that. Where are we going? Mitch like, what kind of steak dinner? Steaks oh, after I mean, what just at happened. this point, I don't know that we can like. We'll go somewhere. Yeah, we'll do something. How you- about Mitch makes steaks at his apartment? I'm in on that. Yeah, it's fine. It's a condo. Condo, townhouse, yeah. townhouse, townhouse. He even one up me on one upping you. That was a two up. That was a two up. Soon to be beachfront property. Baby. All right, so four, four, three. It's not Wait, over. We, it's what not over? We got another week. Right. I'm down to roll it. Roll it to the next week. Of course, of course. it's still going. Yeah. yeah. It's a season long thing. You're not down to. That's what happens. Yeah. The season right. yeah. goes on. So I have a chance to tie next week again. The show goes oh, on. You know what? When we get the chips, I got a chance to tie. Oh, yeah. The the chips are over. I get to now. throw in another huge parlay. Damn it. All right. So All we right. go to chips. Uh, brought to you by MGM National Harbor. Safe, socially distanced gaming. They are open for business. They can take care of you. They got everything you need. Blackjack, roulette, soon sports betting, boys. Pete, hit me. And, of course, this is all coming off my hand. Oh, and I'm ready to fight about this, by the way. Okay. Um, I'm not sure what there's. Sure. You didn't hit anyone, okay. so it doesn't matter. So, Pete was first. He put 90 chips on a tease. Washington plus four and a half, under 49 and a half. That tease hit because Washington won and the game finished well under. I also put 10 on Kenny Golden score. He wasn't active. That's fine. So that's, that's all I'm saying. Like yeah. when you when you buy a lottery ticket, you recognize that it's extremely long odds. Yeah. Okay. That was fine. Cool. Did you go under? on the sheet it's in okay. the email listen i trust pete's sheet yeah pete's sheet all right jp put 90 chips on washington minus one and a half that's a bingo bongo bango for him and he put 10 on mitch's parlay which i'm about to get to which might have hit maybe didn't mitch washington minus one and a half good over 43 and a half Ooh. over he rushing yards hit over logan thomas catches did not hit okay so you only had you built a four-leg table but you only had two legs it's not a good table so your parlay how about Pete giving you a hard time about a parlay? That's kind of funny. Of all people. Um, all right. So, the week 17, JP went up 80 chips, and season total, he has 95. So, he sent down five chips compared to what he started with. That's okay. Well, I guess maybe plus 95 if you say zero. Mitch went down another 100, so he's now down to negative 473 and a half. I got a, a five-teamer next week that'll that'll make up all of them. And I hit my <laughs> teaser. So, let's do th- Which ahead, went sorry. 64.7 chips, so I have 180 so i'm up my lead shrunk a little bit jp gained a little ground i'm only up 85 chips now all right so your teaser is a minus 125 or something yeah. right okay yeah. as long as it paid and you did not get your 10 i did not get my 10 okay yeah. um playoff chip wild card you can parlay whatever you want it doesn't just have to be the washington game <laughs> Let's let the big man back in. Yeah. Let's go. See, the fake bet police is very forgiving on yeah, this Yeah, you're the police. I'm First the fake all, bet. I was you're forgiving. the vigilante. Yeah. I was forgiving on your – Pete yeah. wanted to change his – That pen, was nonsense. Which is fine. I, I agree with that. But Pete wanted to change his AGG uh, 10 chips to – Isaiah Wright, who I don't even think appeared tonight. So we <laughs> right. lost anyway. But like, way, you had no shot. But yeah. when you play, well, trying when you play you. a long shot, you take – what are you looking at? I just realized your door is open. I didn't know if that was normal. You leave that open for the yeah. dog. Okay. Which is what infuriates me when he comes to this door that's sure. closed. I was trying to let Pete change his 10 chips, but. Because you're my guy. It's fine. No, I- it's not a who's who's guy. It's not a it's not a guy off here. Okay. <laughs> that You played a long shot. Yeah. 
Like, I if accepted you, if, the risk. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Thank you. When you're hundred, you want to fight? I'm not fighting. You're I'm right. not fighting either. Mitch is the only one picking a fight that he's not even in. Did no you really? Did you really break my pen though when you tried to shotgun the beer? I didn't shotgun it, but yes, I'll get you a new pen. Right. You f-ing spilled a beer on my daughter's putter and pinwheel. <laughs> or Scotty Cameron. <laughs> Listen, like it's her butter, just because it's right, plastic and blue. Tomorrow, and it's gonna be sticky with beer. I. I you know pre- his, his his daughter doesn't need that. I appreciate the hell out of Mitch. He cleaned that putter like it meant something to him. <laughs> like he a was caddy like, at Congo. He was like, oh, my God. We got it. He, and you know who didn't touch it? The guy who spilled the damn beer. He didn't clean anything, did he? I had to no. carry on the podcast. Not one, not one bit. All of this is hypothetical stand. if the lawyers are talking. Yes. Um, um, it's time to make you smile. I'm going to start. Teethkeepers.com. Teethkeepers.com. Teeth. Keepers.com. <laughs> I don't think I gave him my best effort. Teethkeepers.com. 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 Ooh, commercial voice there. Um, that is Dominion National. Yes, providing high-quality dental and vision care for all of those who Can need we, it. Listen, Teethkeepers.com, Dominion National. This team just clinched the NFC East. The amount of people that are going to listen to this effing podcast and our idiot asses joke, try to sing your uh, website, you're getting your money's worth. Yeah. Feel free to sign up next year. Yeah. Book it. <sighs> what made me smile? I'm going to say Terry McLaurin suiting up on a bum ankle, assuming his captain's role perfectly, catching a touchdown. The captain. An opening drive touchdown, mind you. They avoid the history of being the first team since 2004 to not score on any opening drive. Terry McLaurin, I know Chase Young is the new guy, but between Terry and Chase on both sides of the ball, just pillars that you can build on. So Terry made me smile tonight, as he always has, and as he always will. Mitch? You don't make me smile? Winning on the field. Guys celebrating after a NFC East title. Chase Young going live in the post-game locker room. John Allen and Terry McLaurin joining us on the post-game uh, podcast. The guys posing for pictures in the Philly locker room uh, with the shirt. No hat policy. No hat policy. Getting to break out hats all week because I got to make fun of Jim Schwartz for this dumb no hat policy. All of it. It all makes me smile. I just sent a tweet. How'd the no hat policy go? That was the stupidest. We've talked about this. Real successful football programs are not about nonsense, emotional motivation from week to week and coming up with some new balloon to pop or... And not in week 17 when your team has nothing to play for. It, it just... It, that kind of stuff drives... When Mike McCarthy started smashing watermelons, dude, get a hold of yourself. You, you build teams. You don't try to get emotional highs within four or five days. Regardless. Especially when you're leaving your job the Monday after the game. Hey, no hat policy. Oh, by the way, I'm not. Right. Returning. Hey, hey, I quit, so you can't fire me. <laughs> yes. I mean, the, you know, the, the Abe Simpson uh, right. walk in the room, right. put his hat down, turn around, and walk out. Um, what Somebody made me smile, man? Me. What made me smile is the amount of texts I got. I played golf Saturday. Shot a 45 on the back, no big deal. Um, How'd the front go? 
I shot 95. I went 50-45, which right. is terrible, but I'm terrible. Second half team. Dude, Tori, we were doing our pre, pre-game pre call for the pre-game show, and Tori's like, JP, I always see you with pictures of golf, but can you actually golf? This was the best conversation And ever. Beamish is just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then and he, then he just dunked on you. And then to bring up your 111. <laughs> what the hell? Or no, your 111. My 111. 30. 30. <laughs> yeah. Whatever the number was. So Tori's the man, though, dude. Anyway. And I was sitting there listening to the call, and I was like, Beamish, what about my? What about mine? Oh, Mitch is having a day. Um, because I dunked on you guys for three days in North Carolina. Playing, playing with my boy Clinty yesterday, and he said to me, like earnestly, he he's just like, man, this season's been way more fun than I ever expected. And that we get so caught up in the day to day, and oh, there's bad weather, we're not gonna be able to go out there, and all this stuff that you you gotta take a step back and be like, oh man, this is way more fun. And I hate. That I'm not in the locker room. I hate. I hope everyone, everyone involved in these decisions hears this crystal clear. I hate that we're not at these games. I've been covering this team for eight years of terrible football. If they win a playoff game and I'm not allowed to go to that next game, I'm paying for it myself and just going. I hope everyone hears that crystal. How many crystal years? clear? You, you've got more years than me, Mitch. It's not a contest. Nope. I, I'm combining all our powers combined. Um, but man, the amount of people that have been like, this is so much fun. Like this team I can buy into Ron's got him doing the right thing. And, and I, I got texts with my boy Monty and Steve Sands and just like all these people that are just so all in. That's why I'm smiling. Like these got the players, Terry, Cam Curl. We've had all these guys on the podcast. Cam Sims. Shoo. 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 How excited is Cam Sims tonight? Shoo. Shoo. Dude, this is – Steinberg wrote this, like, brilliant – I love Dan the person. I miss Dan the writer. Same. Steinberg wrote this brilliant thing about the whiz when they were, like, the fun, competitive whiz that, like – it doesn't always have to be about chasing a title. Because I don't think any of us expect this Washington team to win a title. I, I, you look at the Chiefs, you look at the Packers, I think the Bills, Titans, Ravens, I think a lot of teams could have something to say about who hoists the Lombardi. But I think this team, this Washington team, that we live and die and breathe and inhale and exhale and just... And puke it, out. It's and... just it's a part of our being. Like, like I'm from here, I'll die here, I'll raise my children here. This team is a part of my life. This is fun, and it matters. And and the people that feel the way I feel, that's what makes me smile. Like, my wife, my, my daughter, my five-year-old daughter, when I tell her tomorrow that Washington's in the playoffs, she's going to be so excited. And she doesn't know who the f- Taylor Heineke is. She knows Chase Young. Like she doesn't care that Nate Sudfeld came in and just gave it away. No, she also gets to see Daddy on TV one more week. Yeah, and us, and Mr. Mitch and Mr. Pete. I, I mean, but dude, think about like your mom. Think about Deb Haley. I had to text. It. So she doesn't watch the games because it makes her too nervous. But she said, "When you know the result tonight, just text me W or L." And I text her at eleven thirty-five W. She responded right away. Seemed a little close, and I said, it doesn't matter. It's a W. Think about it. My my parents are so bought in on this Washington football team, and they're not NFL fans in any way, shape, or form, but they're having so much fun following along with this team this year. 
because they're winning football and they're building something. And they recognize that. Let's be real. There's going to be, we're not allowed to give out numbers, but there's going to be thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people that listen to this podcast. Maybe hundreds who make it this far. Just kidding. Maybe, but I, that's who I'm smiling for. Think about how many awful, awful games we've grinded out and the culture's damn good and a lady died at Monte Nicholson's house and Albert Hainsworth just laid down on the field and I can't believe they gave... Up oh, there goes RG3's knee. This guy that much money, that guy this Adam much money. I can't believe they made that trade. I can't believe they gave up draft picks. Like All of these things... Ron talked about it. This is house money. <laughs> but also like house money. And I think they could be good. I don't say that lightly. I recognize how hard the NFL is. I think they could be good. I think they could be way, way better in two years. They got to figure out quarterback. And there's other things. And quarterback is a giant hurdle. And it's been a gigantic hurdle in this city for 30 years. But it's a time of optimism, Mitch. Chef Jack. Tack. Sure. Goss. Like all Dude. these all the people that we've met at the Tark, podcast parties. Dalton Tark, Ross. Yeah. But all these people, Rosenberg. All these people Dude. that we've met at the podcast parties over the years who are enormous fans and have stuck through all of the that this organization has put them through. Ted, Tim, Troy, Susie. A billion of them. You know, there's so many people that we could name. Gavin. Rally Captain Bryant, Rhonda. Yeah. I mean There's a million. All the Matts. That's why I said earlier. There's, there's, there's a million mats. There's a million mats. KB? Oh, I love KB. It's there's a and listen. Anybody, so, we're not saying we're not trying to not say. Right. That's what I'm into because if if you know this team like we do and you do, you know what the future looks like. And this is not this is not a window. You got a little you got a little piece of land with a view, and, and listen, <laughs> you got to build. Yeah, you can't be can't, too content. Pete, I've told you this on in real life on a million things. Like, always push the gas. Always get better. Always continue to fight and seek what you want in the world. And I think this Washington team's doing it. We got to go. I think the last thing I'll say is, <clears throat> because this started in 2016, this podcast, I don't think there's ever been a playoff episode. We'll get our first one next weekend. Wow. Shout out RT. Yep. Miss you, pal. I don't know if I told you guys this. I went and saw Andy um, briefly, but uh, Andy Tandler's holding it down. She's good. Always. Always, always, always. Um, Great Christmas card with her and Skeeter. Yeah, it was good. That was spectacular. All right. We got to go. Listen, man. But we'll be back. Who knows? Yeah, we'll be <laughs> we back. Practice and, and we won't be back for like a draft preview. We'll be yeah. back with a motherfucker. Or like 20 preview. questions or right, something. Right, 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 right. What are we we're, talking about? We're not just coming up with content. We got content. You can play 20 questions of what movie Pete last watched. Not tonight. We can't. In, in I'm going to light this cigar. I am 100% lighting a cigar. We got to go. I guess um, I will too. We appreciate you. I hope you know sincerely how much you, everybody that listens to this thing means to us. Because we're all in it together. Ups, downs, all arounds. Uh Thank you for listening. You made it this far. I owe you beer. Oarsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. 
Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Oarsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Saving selection and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Oarsman Ford Lincoln. Let's ride together. A sincere pleasure to get to sit down with Mr. Chase Young, um, who I would say is the front runner to win Defensive Rookie of the Year. And Chase, I want to start here. Since the season kind of turned around for the Washington football team, I go to that Bengals game. And I, and I really go to the hit you made on Joe Burrow down at the goal line and knock the ball loose. Do you feel like that was kind of a turning point? Um, yes. Uh, I feel like that was a turning point. Um, and not that, you know, it just happened to be that turning, but that, that just happened to be the turning point. You know, it, it could have been just that game in general could have been the turning point of our season. Um, but I mean, nah, I mean, I wouldn't even say that hit. I say that game. Yeah. Just the, the game in general, the Bengals game started off our streak. And then almost in every subsequent game, you've made just some wow play. Um, I, I was talking to Ron earlier this week, and he said, watching Chase over the course of the year, it was like he started off like crazy, then he had the little bit of injury, then he's coming back from injury. But kind of this last stretch, this last six games, it, it seems like you're, you've figured out the NFL in a way. How does that seem to you? You know, it feels good, man. It's just uh, I'm real comfortable out there, um, you know, and, and I'm not I'm not injured. I'm not, you know, saying there's no tweaks or anything. And, uh, you know, I just feel like, uh, you know, when I'm out there, you know, I have confidence in my body and I can just make every move. You know, I'm not worried about a little injury here or there. I um, mean, you know, I'm just playing. And I'm just having fun. Having fun. Week 17, winning in against the Eagles in Philly. Sunday night football. How fun is that? You want? You don't got no choice but to play, but to play hard. You know that that's 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 that that, that those those are them games. You know that 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 you you talk about. Uh, you know, just those tough, hard nosed games that you you got to go in with your heart. At. When I watch you on the sidelines, I I don't see a demanding person. I see somebody that is so infectious. It's like everybody wants to ride with you and 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 feed off your enthusiasm, and and it transfers across the whole sideline. Am I reading that right? Is that what you try to present? I mean, yeah, I, I definitely try to be a, a energizer bunny. I definitely try to be a guy who, you know, my teammate can look at and you know just get some juice from. Uh, and you know, I, you know, that's that's just me being myself. Um, I mean. This is so much stuff goes on <clears throat> during the game. And uh, so I, I, I kind of, in my mind, I kind of just be everywhere when I'm on the sideline, the defense. And then, uh, you know, with the offense, I try to cheer them on too. And just, you know, just ask questions, see what's going on. And, uh, you know, on, on maybe a certain play, just might see, you know, who we looking at. So, you know, I know what's going on. So, uh, nah, man, I just try to be a, 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 a energizer bunny. And, um, you know, I'm just glad, uh, you know, the guys uh, – um, you know, following it and it's being contagious. 
specific to this weekend going against Philly, it's going to look different than week one when you terrorized Carson Wentz. Now, now it's going to be Jalen Hurts. I don't believe you, you've ever faced him, right, on the college level. Um, you guys have faced the premier elusive quarterbacks this year in Kyler, Russ, and Lamar. How do you feel getting ready for Jalen Hurts? Uh, you know, Jalen, he has a lot of confidence right now. Um, you know, he came in with the Eagles and, uh, you know, he performed. Um, and, 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 and um, it's now their starting quarterback. So, you know, um, Jalen, you got to know something about Jalen. He's a winner. He has that winning mentality. He, he, you know what I'm saying? When you a winner, you just win. And uh, you got to know that about him because he's he not going to stop. And, and, and it does something to, to quarterbacks when they're winners that they just play different and in those times when them lights shine bright. So uh, you got to know that. And, uh, you know, they, they, they just got a good go- uh, offense overall, Miles Sanders. I played him in college, uh, you know, a, a real good back. Um, he, he, he can do it all. And they got guys on the perimeter. So, uh, you know, we, we're definitely doing our best um, this week, uh, you know, with our game plan and, and you know, just how to game plan uh, Jalen and, uh, and Miles. Quickly, how annoying were those whiteout games at Penn State when you were going up against Miles? You know, that wasn't even annoying. It, it, was, it wasn't annoying because it was so crazy just you looking at the sideline and you can't hear what your coach is saying. Like, you can't hear anything. You know, you can't hear the linebackers. You can't hear nothing. You're just looking at signals. And all you see is that little wave of that cold air just going, and you hear the, the bells ring. It, it's, I love it. It's crazy. I love it. You know, I love it. It gets your, gets your juices going. Like, you got to get off the ball this play, or, or you just shouldn't even be on the field. If your juices don't go for something like that, you, you, you shouldn't be playing football. Um, do you have to do anything different? Going against a, a mobile guy like Hertz? Uh, yeah, you, you got to be aware of, of 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 where he likes to take out the pocket, um, and just um, his tendencies and, and, and what he likes to do when when he's pressured, or uh, you know, when 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 where he likes to step up. Uh, it's just different things like that. Um, you talked about Hertz as a winner, and I've heard you talk about Alex as a winner. What is the boost for this team if 11's back out there? I mean, he's just a he's a he's a manager. You just when you see him out there, he just he's you know he's in control of the game. Um, I talked to some of the quarterbacks today. They just said on every single play, Alex knows each option. and knows where he's going every time. I said, man, you got to think about that every play in the playbook. And he knows each option of every play in the playbook and knows where to go. I mean, that's crazy to me. It's like crazy. a computer, right? <laughs> um, are you uh, are you like doing any voodoo or, or offering any sort of uh, sacrifices to try to get Terry's ankle right for Sunday night? <laughs> I had talked to Terry yesterday about it, um, and you know he's doing his best to get back. I mean, obviously okay. Terry out there would be a with number 11, too, as well. Um, we, we, I feel like uh, them two out there, I mean, obviously, it's going to be a lot different. But, um, you know, Terry, he's going to take his time, and Terry's going to do what's best, for the, what's best for him and what's best for the team. That's all I know. So, I know yeah. if Terry can go, he's going to go. I mean, knowing Terry, you, you know that. There's no, yeah. there's no question that he'll be out there if he can, and if he can't, it's going to hurt him not to go. Um, Obviously and understandably, you love Alex, but 
there was a video of you on the sideline watching Taylor Heineke play, and you seem to enjoy his preparation and just that dude had had a spark. He had some energy when he got on the field. He, he had some. I, I was on the sideline. He had some pizzazz to him. Um, and I, I like how the guy played, man. Then, you know, I did some research and I found out he had like 750 yards in one game. And, you know, it doesn't matter where you do that at, you know. You got 750 yards in the game, you can sling it. Um, and, you know, he, he's confident. He's he's practicing well, um, paying attention to details. So, you know, I, I feel good before before one. What do you think of the swag when you're like, you're out here balling? He's like, that's what I do. I, he says what I do. You got to let him go. <laughs> um two more for me uh so i i'm i'm trying to imitate you doing it so i need you to judge me on this hi in the key <laughs> i mean it's, it's it's more like it's more like you know that the high you, you wrote it you wrote it out a little a little too long but it's just high in the key you know high in the key you know just a little you know Nothing too crazy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I like that. Um, you're going into your last week of your first NFL season. How do you feel it's gone? Uh, roller coaster for sure. But I feel like um, I feel like you know it went pretty. I mean, it's going pretty good. You know, we're 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 still uh, you know, have an opportunity to achieve what what we want. Um, so I feel like that's all that you know. I can ask for the team can ask for. As a as an observer that's observed a lot, there's been significant growth, and I think that's a huge part of what 2020 was supposed to represent. Um, thank you very much for the time, Chase. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. What do you get to do for New Year's Eve in the middle of a COVID protocol? Go home and eat good. Oarsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Oarsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Saving, selection, and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees? Check. Loaner cars and free car washes? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Oarsman, Key of Alexandria. Let's ride together. Oarsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Oarsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Saving, selection, and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Oarsman Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. Let's ride together.